usually guided you in the right direction. That just kind of got you all messed up today. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is rough. Bro, it's episode 51. That, that's not recording, we is it? We should be professional <laughs> by now. <laughs> right? Hold on, hold on. Don't you think? By episode, by doing, this is our 51st time to do this. <laughs> you know what's going on. Hey, right? <laughs> oh, man. The mustache hey. has me overconfident. I got cocky. <laughs> That's it. Now, that makes sense. I got cocky and was like, yeah, now that makes I call, sense. I, I said, man, your your mustache looks cool, man. And it reminds me of like Seabum. We were talking about lat spreads. We're oh, like, okay. man, who can do their best lat spread? And um, I was, I called him D-Bum. D-Bum. And, and so, yeah, I guess he thought he was, we were at the Olympia or something. Yeah, I, I do have a mustache right now. <laughs> Sean told me that one of his, he just had a front lat spread. He told me one of oh, his, one of his main. Even, I'm just sitting here playing with cords and Sean's over here. This is our 51st spread. time. You got to quit playing with the damn cords. <laughs> so Sean told me one of his ultimate fitness oh goals, or maybe even life goals in general, is to be able to hit a front lat spread and see the lats from the front, which okay. is kind of a big deal. Yes. That is a big deal. I mean, it's huge. I got to get there. You know, outside of like the professional bodybuilding world, you don't see, there's not a whole lot of people just walking oh around goodness. where you can see their lats clearly from the front. Oh, no, it's pretty rare. Yeah. yeah. You remember, uh, remember when we worked at IHOP? Big yeah. Bob. Boss Bob. Boss Bob. Y'all worked yeah. at IHOP? Yeah, when we were 16. Oh, yeah, man. buddy. Uh, we, were, we worked the host stand. We just took people to this table and gave them their <laughs> menus, basically. Nice. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. you could have spiced it up. Gee. <laughs> 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 well, we were uh, professional cu customer service. There we uh, go. Uh, there you go. Advocates. Yeah, you, you, Advocates. You, you were professional customer couriers. There you go. Uh, I don't there know what a go. courier is. Nah, yeah. Well, yeah. I would think like a menu curry because you carry the menus. There you, you go. But yeah. you, um, I'm just, I just tried to think of like a big, like three syllable word. I could, could use the word okay. advanced uh, customer service planner because we planned <laughs> where they were going to sit. On, we planned on the way to the table. I don't even know how this. I have Bob. Oh, boss Bob. Yeah. This guy had some lats on him. So there was this old guy and, um, um, he was probably, he was, he was built like a brick shit house. Like he, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. he was okay, probably okay. like five foot seven or eight. Yeah. And probably about that wide in the shoulders. That's a little, that's a little house, but and he, it's a bad and, house. And he would just had broad shoulders and kind of a narrow waist. And he's an older guy. Yeah, he's yeah. probably mid but when he, late fifties. But when he walked and he wore his pants maybe. real high, he had yeah. him pulled up uh -huh. real high. Gotcha. But anyway, the point is. Man, this dude walked and he was bowed up and he's super nice, super nicest kind. guy. <laughs> Came in by himself every single yeah. Sunday, wanted a booth. Yeah. Because uh -huh. everybody at IHOP wants a booth. It's like a taboo to sit, sit there at like table. this. Yeah, he would sit there at the table. I don't even know what he ordered, but he came in every time and he was very kind mm -hmm. and courteous and he ate and he left. Mm -hmm. The boss, but we call him the boss because of how he walked. Because of how he walked. Yeah, he walked. Because he was the boss. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he could have hit a front lat spread, no doubt. Oh, no doubt. With a shot, without a shadow of a doubt, he could definitely <laughs> hit a front lat spread. So you got it on camera. We got it on the podcast now. Uh, Sean's going to get um, lats big enough to do a front lat spread. See you on the next show. Yeah. <laughs> We're out. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. So um, episode number 51. We're here. We had to come to the studio a day early because it seems like that's the trend these days. I've just been so busy get, with this big job coming up and so much work going on at the house. The point is we're making it happen though. Mm -hmm. Coming in here late on a Wednesday night, late on a Thursday night, 
on our Friday, which is our usual scheduled day. I'm the one messing up all the recording times these recent weeks, friends. But look at us all sitting here. The three out. best friends anybody could have. Yeah, out. I got Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, I got the three cams, three mics. You got the three cams. Got I got a new. Going. I got a new haircut, a mustache, new haircut. Got a little Darryl. cocky. <laughs> I did get a little cocky. Mm-hmm. So I messed up the intro, and uh, but here we are. So <clears throat> Sean and I were uh, discussing as you got here, Phil. Phil doesn't even know what we're talking about today. Uh, <laughs> we were discussing how um, kind of the early days of our. Um, business ventures or really anything, um, significant in our lives that we've ever done and how, um, there's a couple different thoughts here. One, the early days and how, um, you know, what we did or didn't do to, to kind of start moving in the right direction, what we, what we learned through trial and error in the early days. And then how, um, people, the second thought is, Uh, and I'm going to say this and we'll explain later, but how, um, people, people overthink things and they have these, um, I'm going to use, I'm going to use the term God complex, not because people think that they are God, but they think that too many people. And I was one of these for many years, really overthink everything that they do, especially, um, when it's something outside of the norm or something that's a little bit risky. And, um, they really do think that the things that they do matter much more than they really do. I was just speaking with Denver about this. I think it was last night, how she was talking about how, and I'll just this kid, I call him a kid. I don't know how old he was. She didn't give me that, but kid chopsticks. <laughs> Wasn't chick kid? John don't steal that. We're going to make a cartoon and it's going to be very oh successful. Oh my goodness. Sean, I'm going to send you a photo of kid chopsticks and you kind of. Fit it in here right now, all right? Okay. So he's a, he's a superhero. Me, definitely. Don't let me forget. She's and a his, superhero. <laughs> they're, they are superheroes. They're a superhero. Okay, there you go. No. So, who, no, no, Kid Chopsticks is a girl because yeah. Danny. And she kicks everybody's ass with chopsticks and um, she's just cool. That's the, who Kid Chopsticks is. Yeah, pretty much. I could, I could poke that. <laughs> that's, that's her weapon, chopsticks. Anyway. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, she said that this guy came in, um, that a coworker, mm-hmm. I guess, um, was just talking about how life, his life is so hard Uh-oh. and no one can relate to his life. Cause he does so much. He works so much. And then she just started drilling. <laughs> yeah. she, he was, she was like, Oh, well, exactly. How much do you work every week? And he said his answer. Oh, well, like how many classes are you taking? He said his answer. She's like, that's not really that much. Like yeah. I have done more. It's not, yeah. bro, you're not special. And he was just, he just couldn't admit. She said he kept battling and battling and battling about how his situation was harder than anyone else's in yeah. the world. Like no one can even comprehend how much he works, yeah. you know, how, how full his schedule is. And Denver wouldn't let it up. She wouldn't like Good. let him go. She Keep your like, foot on the gas. Bro, this is not the case. You're not special. Nothing you do is special. It took a third part. Someone intervened. She said to like know. break it up a little yeah, bit. It wasn't yeah. like a heated battle or anything. She was just, they gen- were just going back. She, and forth. she was just genuinely should have been heated. I mean, maybe it was, I don't know, but I think it's more, at the end of the day, she was genuinely curious about why do you feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because she didn't agree that his life was so egregious or so special or, Mm -hmm. you know, but everyone feels that way. Yeah. And it's just not the case. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and 
First of all, I'll start by saying it's relative to the individual, right? right. Uh, um, what's a lot for Sean is different than a lot for you. Right. Very true. A lot for yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know if so, that's what you're getting at. Yes. Uh, it's relative to the individual, but um, the, the exact quote that I was going to say was something that Jessica said to me through text the other day. And um, uh, she was like, you're, you're the, the risk that you may or may not take when it's all said and done, they're, 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 um, they're pretty irrelevant. They're not, they're not that important. Like mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of life, like you, you know, basically her, the, the, the way she ended the quote was, and I can read it here in a second is that, um, you know, she, she, we were talking about going for it in life, like your dreams, like going for it. And, uh, you know, it, I, I just or have to just read, read it. it. I have to read, read it to you. Yeah. But so, yeah, I, I, like as you're looking for that, I mean, I can, yeah, I can agree. I think some people definitely um, take that, they take that on, you know, I mean, my life is just so, so tough. I mean, and I, I guess think if that keeps you motivated as an individual. But sometimes cool. it doesn't. I had like customers at the shop that would just talk like that. Oh man, my life is so tough. Yeah. Oh my God. I never have money for anything. I can't do that. Everything's so hard. And it's like, just, just take a second. Well, if you and accept like, it for, for that, then for sure. Then that's then what you're going to The reality yeah, is going to yeah. come true. Yeah. So, yeah. Here, go ahead. So, so here it is. And there's a lot of things we can talk about after I read this. Um, basically lose the anxiety um, because whether you worry or don't worry, it's not going to change the outcome is kind of the thought here. But um, that's leading up. We were talking about the things we have and have and, have, and have not accomplished in life mm -hmm. and what we've learned along the way. And we were texting back and forth. And she sends me this text and it really hit me hard. She says, what we choose to do and not do in life is ultimately pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Life's too short to take, to take so seriously. We have these God complexes about ourselves thinking the shit we do is just so important. So we play it, we play it safe all the time and we never accomplish anything substantial, substantial or worthwhile. So I'm just going to go for it. And if it doesn't work out, then oh, well, really the only serious thing in life is losing your health. Everything else you can bounce back from. And when I read that, I read it again, like out loud to myself. Jessica on the podcast. And was like, bro. we have had her on here. Have you? And, yeah. Oh, and, um, <clears throat> and it just really hit, struck me. And I was like, I am somebody who more so in the past than now has really uh, harbored a lot of anxiety and worry about things that are ultimately really insignificant that really didn't matter at the end of the day. And, you know, I, I wasted days and time and stay and sleep worrying about these things when, you know, it's all, it's, it's really all insignificant. I mean, you know, when, when you're, if you if you get a moment when you're laying there on your deathbed, there's going to be a handful of things you did in life that mattered, you know, right. that really mattered. Yeah. You know? Once you get to that, and yeah, once definitely. you get there and outside of that, I mean, the day-to-day -day stuff that a lot of people worry themselves with doesn't matter. No, so. I think you're right. And even if, um, as long as you have your health, like she said, it, yeah. if you think about all the hard things that you've been through and how hard it was, well, here we are. Yeah. Like you're still here. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's that, yeah, that quote, like we didn't come this far to just come, come this, this far. far. Right. You and know what I mean? A similar situation. I, you might I, as well go for more. Yeah. yeah. And I, I kind of like that saying that, um, you know, and it's all relative to the individual. What do you want out of your life? But, um, I kind of like the saying, you know, if you're worried about something or something's bugging you, ask yourself, you know, in a year from now or whatever time frame, 
is this going to matter anymore? And the answer is probably no. Right. And the, honestly, the answer is you're probably not even going to remember anything about it. And you're going to have something new that you're worried about unless you adopt this mentality of, I'm not saying don't be cautious or be reckless and, you know, blow all your money and do all these unsafe things. Just find your balance. Yeah. Like, like, but you have to have some go for it in life, uh, you know, and, and don't, don't hold back so much. Why are you holding back? I mean, no matter what, it's, it's going to come to an end and you're going to, you're going to think about, you know, the stuff that you didn't do probably more than the stuff that you yeah, did. I do. mean, I don't want to, <clears throat> I can't tell anyone what to do. You know, everyone should stay yeah. with what they want to do, you know, yeah. but for me <clears throat> to get bored, like doing mm-hmm. it, not doing something different and something new, you know, it's kind of like a boredom thing. I don't know if that makes yeah, sense, me, but it's kind of what happens to me. You know, I need it, to do yeah. something a little bit different. If, if I'm not, it doesn't even always have to necessarily be different for me. Um, but it does have to be more. It has to be bigger. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be bigger. It has mm-hmm. to be, I can't just kick my feet up and go, yep, I made it. And Here we are. Yeah. Th- there Let's is part of me. Yeah. There is part of me that occasionally for very short amounts of time envies those who don't have or desire ambition. There, that's a better word. And better I'm word. not being a hater because to me, if an individual is happy with their life, even if it's not what I'm happy, what I like, I'm happy for them. Um, but there's part of me that sometimes like, man, I envy those people that don't have that much ambition. Yeah. They just want to work a nine to five, grab a six pack on the way home, sit in the recliner, go to bed and do it all over again. Yeah. Cut the lawn on Friday, you know, after work and then hang out at the house all weekend. And maybe I described somebody's life. Maybe I didn't, but there's part of me that wishes I didn't have this restlessness residing in my heart to go more, 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 more. And And I think that some people get to the life that you described by like not doing much. Like it's, um, like, like I go back to the shop analogy. Yeah. It's like, they'll, they'll probably do, they probably tried one or two careers, one or two, hobbies one or two somethings and it's just like oh nope that didn't work for me all right i'm just gonna go work this nine to five cut the grass and blah 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 and be very very kind of okay with that Mm -hmm. but they always want to do more and they'll talk about it all the time i know someone right now that always talks about he wants to do more wants to do more and i was like bro if you want a podcast we can make it happen like right now and he's just like and he's just like man no 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 he's like no no we're good we're good i'm like dude yeah there's there's multiple reasons the trigger there's multiple reasons why people won't it's probably way more complex than what any of us can even comprehend depends on the situation yeah it definitely depends on the situation and the individual their, their background the things they've been through i'm reading this really interesting book um right now it's called the big leap he calls it, it, he calls it an upper, uh, upper limit, upper limit problem. There's another word, but he calls it your upper limit problems. Basically when, when you have this opportunity to go, to do something, it's like, what's limiting you from actually pulling the trigger. Mm-hmm. And he calls it making the leap, right? That's why yeah. the book yeah. is called the big leap, but, um, like there's an upper limit threshold, you know, what's holding you back. And it's usually, it can be, people are scared of, well, if I actually do it. Now I have to, now like, I have commit. to follow through yeah, and now I have to commit. And what if and I fail? Like, yeah. Then what are people going to think of me? Exactly. You know, and I deal with that a lot yeah. to be honest with you yeah, guys. For sure. you know, um, I think everybody does to a degree. Even yeah, people we, that are like, Oh, I don't care. There's a little bit of that going on. Yeah. You yeah. know, 
courage mm-hmm. is overcoming Cur- that and do it anyway. The biggest courage is overcoming that. Yeah. And doing know, it anyway. And doing it anyways, the, the other people thing. And I know that sounds dumb, but you know, it's a very hard thing to overcome what, what you say Certainly. to someone else. You know, we've invested a lot into this, right? Into mm-hmm. this, this podcast, the thing, you know, Daryl's sitting in front of this big banner and we have all this equipment in here. And I've told people, Hey, we have a, we have a podcast, you know, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Well now <laughs> like follow through. Yeah. yeah. Now we got to record the podcast. Yeah. You know, so some people are afraid and I can't blame them. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But yeah. that's just one example. I don't know if you guys have other examples of something that, you know, maybe is holding someone back or. Well, th- there's people that, um, you, you're talking about, uh, I would say the, the biggest one and the toughest one that people probably deal with is what you just said. What would other people think? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you, the list could go on. I mean, finances, people are scared yeah. that if they spend a little bit of money, um, on some equipment, uh, you know, they might never recoup it and they can't, they can't. They're um, thinking about like the ROI even, of it or something. E- it's just e- like, well, yeah. it, they're, they're, they've got such an attachment to the money that, and I'm not saying blow all your money. I'm just saying that they have such an attachment, even if it's not enough well, money. Well, it's not even the money. They have an attachment to the security that the money is giving. Could them. be that too. Yeah. 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 And they're, even if it's not enough money to sink the ship, they're still not going to willing to spend that 500, that thousand, that 5,000, whatever it is to, to start what they're doing just because they have that attachment. They do have that security blanket of it. And, um, I know a lot of people like this that, yeah, you know, they, they have this talent or this desire or this, um, hobby or this passion that they want to do, but it would cost them a little bit of money and they're not willing to let in, to let any of that go. And even the time too, like uh, not even just a money thing, just time. People are like, man, man, it's going to take this long to get there. It's going to take that long to do this. And it's just like laziness. People don't actually want to do the work. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. Probably. That's a big one. And on the, on the, what people think part, there's two pieces to that. It's like, well, what are they going to think of me doing this in the first place? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then part two of that is what are they going to think if I do it and then fail? Mm, Right. So those are two different fears. Those are two different fears going on there. So I think, you know, either one of those and then the, the realization as well of that, that their life is not as full and as packed and as crazy as they actually think it is. Yeah. Right. If they did do this thing, well, that means what they were doing before was not very much. Mm. And, they, and they've been telling people and all this yeah, time. Oh you've been man, saying yeah, no, that you're man, I'm so locked in. I'm so busy, busy. Yeah. and you can't do anything else. Yeah. Well, now you're doing this other thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this. I'm not scrolling on my phone because I'm I'm my mind's wandering. I was looking for this quote that I screenshotted and I wanted to bring up Did on find the it? show. No, I didn't find it. But um, I'm gonna butcher it real quick because of course that's yeah. what I always there do. You go. Butcher Daryl. Um, <laughs> The, the butcher, but, um, <laughs> the butcher. uh, the, basically the quote was, um, something along the lines of, um, when it's time to do the work, when that's all that's left to do, you're going to find out if your goals are really your goals or if you're just full of shit. <laughs> That's yep. basically what it says. Uh, there's yeah. something I thought you so, were going a different direction uh, with that. Th- there's R and D that needs to go in um, to, to most things, right? Mm-hmm. You got to learn a little bit about it, and you have to um, engross yourself in it. It'll, it'll educate yourself at least a little bit. Yeah, kind of test yeah. yourself. Uh, 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 well, at least, like learn some ins and outs of what you're trying to get into. Mm-hmm. 
But when the time comes that you've done all of that and you have the money and there's some time that you can set aside for it and all that's left to do is just do the work, you're going to find out if that's actually your goal or actually what you want to do if you're just full of shit. That's when you're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. You're going to find out right then How and there. How many people do you think... Man, I wish I could find realize, that. I'm to you. Yeah, but I'm just curious. Like, How many people realize they actually are full of shit versus how many people never find out? I would say a lot of people realize they are full of shit, but it lingers in the back of their mind and they don't admit it to themselves or anybody else, but they know it's there. I yeah, they know that they're probably the shit. biggest part. I think that's that some the people because there's three buckets there, right? And that's yeah. probably the biggest bucket. And it's probably the people that never find out they're full of shit are the people that never try to go for it too. It's like, oh yeah, they'll yeah, talk about right, it all the time. Oh man, yeah, dude. If I had the bro, if I had the time and the money and the whatever to get this pot, bro, this pot, bro, we should start a podcast. You know that guy has the time. Those yeah. are the people that I'm talking about, though. They yeah. know in the back of their mind that they're full of shit. That they don't actually they just want never it. admit it. Exactly. They just never admit it out loud and they right. never. But they show it in their actions. They, sometimes I wonder. Or their inaction. Sometimes mm. I wonder if these people actually know inside their head or they're just so committed to their. Themselves. Delusion. Yeah. yeah. Their delusion. delusion. Yeah. It is yeah. a delusion. Yeah. I know some people in the um, creative space that are kind of like that. They want to have all. Delusional? The, Yes. Yeah. They want to have all the gear, all the whatever, all the this, all, you know, all this extra little frilly bullshit that they don't really need to actually go out and take a picture yeah. with someone or go out and book with someone or do something like that. But they want to have all the fancy stuff yeah. just it, so they can say they have uh, it. You know, I, I learned this lesson that you're talking about, Sean, very pretty young in life. And I think that it's helped me out a lot. And uh, weird analogy here, but it's very much the same thing. I actually learned it in bowling. Um, I used to bowl a lot Uh, and in bowling, you know, there's different bowling balls, Mm -hmm. right? So you had this crowd of people that are really good at bowling, right? They really are. They dominate. Yeah. And they win all the tournaments. Matt, the Iceman Bullet. One of the best bowlers I've ever met in my life. No, no Dude's doubt fucking cold. You know Matt Bullock? No, I He's don't. fucking bad. Guy, only, guy, only guy you that know I know. Matt Bullock? No, the, know. is he the guy that says, uh, that's right, I did it. That's right. No, 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 you no, know who we you are, I with. am. We went to high school with him. Oh, we did? Matt Bullock? <laughs> Matt Bullock. No, I don't, I don't know. He's a great bowler know. that we went to school with. Great. He still bowls, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. about us. Good yeah, dude. Nice bowls. guy. I like him. Carry yeah, on. His dad's great, too. Carry um, on. But anyways. Bowling balls. Two so crowds. In, in bowling, there's, yeah, there's a couple crowds. Sorry. Yeah. I really derailed that. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard yeah, bowling. I and Matt, I hope Matt listens to this. I haven't talked to Matt in many years. I wonder how he's doing. I work with him. Well, I don't work. I, uh, I he works that. at the same refinery. I work with his dad, Steve, Steve who's also Steve's a good a great guy. Race car driver. Yeah, but also nice. a pretty good bowler. Yeah, pretty good as a bowler. Not as good as Matt. Not as good as Matt. Yeah. He's the Iceman because he's so cold at bowling. <laughs> I called him Matt the Iceman way before Matt Ryan was being called Matty Ice on ESPN. <laughs> I called him Matt the Iceman Bullock. Ask him. Yeah, in high school. In high school, I called him Matty Matt. Ice. Yeah. Well, ESPN started calling Matt Ryan Matty Ice when he got good. And I was yeah. like, bro, I've been calling Matt the Iceman Bullock that for over a 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. So in bowling, you have people that are really good and you have people that are obviously think they're good. Yeah. What you'll notice, all the people that think they're good, all they talk about all the time is the new bowling ball and what new bowling ball they're going to get mm-hmm. because it's so good and it will make them better. 
while the people are in the other camp that are actually good, doesn't matter what equipment. Yeah. Doesn't matter what shoes you wear. Doesn't matter what ball you throw. I came to play. Doesn't matter the conditions. They don't really talk about it too much. It doesn't matter. I mean, they like it. Obviously, it's fun. It's part of the sport. You know, same. Definitely. um, Because I was about to say, I play disc golf now. Yeah. It's the same thing. I noticed the same thing. I just started recently playing like tournaments and disc golf. Yeah. Same situation. You got these guys that are really good. Doesn't matter what disc they throw. Mm-hmm. But you they give got, them a flat rock and they're like, they'll, no. fig- they'll, yeah. they'll stomp your ass with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you have this other camp, people yeah. that think they're good. And what they always talking about, which disc the new is disc. Out. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to help them throw further and mm-hmm. make more. You get the new yeah. disc golf shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the equipment. So yeah. same thing in cameras. They're talking about the oh, next. all the time, but bro. you don't need a big expensive setup. No. You know, yeah, not at all. Yeah, in gyms, you don't need the biggest and baddest equipment. You need the best service. In in mm-hmm. reality, dude, um, and I've been this guy before. The the fitness success zombie, and there's two parts to this. One, I always said I had these fitness goals. At least I even said them to myself. Sometimes I even told my close friends like Phil. And on the day I was like, "Yes, my goal." And then on the days I didn't feel like doing it, I just didn't do it. I was full of shit. Yeah. And you just kind of throw it in the back of your head. Yeah. Maybe. And then, you know, I would make it excuses. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was just me not being disciplined was the Mm -hmm. answer. I know that now looking back. Um, but also, you know, there's the people that, uh, think you have to have the right pre-workout or you have to have the right gym membership. I know some people, I'm not going to call them out on this podcast. I know them personally and they're, some of them are good friends of mine that I love. And they put way too much stock into um, which pec deck their gym has, or or what brand, yeah, what yeah, brand yeah, yeah, of yeah. Uh, is it Nautilus? Is it like yeah, Arsenal? Or like like what's going the shirt on? that they're wearing at the gym, or you know, they just don't their pre doesn't hit them like they used to, or whatever, and they got to find a new one before they can go back to the gym. They're full of That's shit. That's so dumb. They're full <laughs> of shit. So That's what they are. And I've been, and yeah. I'm gonna be that. I mean, gonna, I have to admit, admit all of us have been. That before. Yes. I was full of shit for longer than I haven't been. I'm not full of shit anymore. When I first started taking (laughs) it in the fitness realm, I think in life in general, I'm Uh a lot more self-aware than I have been in the past, but especially in the fitness, I'm not full of shit anymore. And I spent a lot of time full of shit. Mm -hmm. I used to, um, yeah. When I first started taking pre, I kind of got like that. I was like, dude, I have to have pre like, but get your headphones. Nah, I'm going to go home. I can't train today. I forgot my headphones. Right. It's like, you don't want it. I'm lifting. Yeah. I'm lifting. I found the quote and it's Andy Frisella. Imagine that. What do you know? And um, it's a little different than I thought, but it's still applicable. Applicable? Applicable. Applicable. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, I always can count on Phil. He won't just correct me just to do it, but if I say it with a question mark at the end, he's going to be like, yes Applicable. Or no. He's going to let me know how to, how to say it. Yeah, there you go. Octagonal, octagonal. Yeah, octagonal, brother. <laughs> octagonal, brother. So, you it so be, Andy Priscilla says, uh, I screenshotted this a long time ago. And it says, uh, the days you, or the days or times that you, and this is in quotes, don't feel like doing it are the days you find out if your goals are actually your goals or if you're just full of shit. I have heard that. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. And that is like the only motivational screenshot text that I have on my phone anywhere. Yeah. Because when I read it, I was like, Wow. It hit you. It hit me because I mostly because I personally have been that person. And also I do know several that are several other people that are also that person too. What knowing that you were that person for a long time, what's your approach with someone that you know is full of shit? I try to, 
every, everybody's a little different. People, some people have thicker skin. Some people have different backgrounds and, um, there's some people that I am friends with or that I know that I can go full of shit, dude. You're, yeah. being, you're being full of shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there are others who may not be able to take that direct approach. And the last thing I want to do is it's not that I don't want to be abrasive or I don't want to speak my mind. The last thing I want to do is make them feel like I'm not in their corner. Right. If it's somebody that I care about. So the approach is to most people who don't have the thick skin, Phil, I would probably tell you, I think you're just BS bro. I think, that you're full of shit right now. I think mine is I, like, if it's somebody I know, yeah. I'm like, fuck no, yeah. dude. I'm like, no it, way. It just depends on the person. And if, yeah, it's somebody, definitely, if it's somebody who doesn't have, um, as thick skin, my approach would usually be to, um, ask them questions that force them to think about, Dig themselves out of the hole. Dig yeah, themselves yeah. out of the hole. Yeah, definitely. And um, questions are usually the answer. That's so, a, that's actually yeah. a really good yeah, something to really make them one. think about what they're saying. Oh yeah, you know, um, I, I I I plan on losing thirty pounds in you know, in two months. So I'm I gonna want, do it. I, I'm I'm trying to get. How are you gonna do that? I'm trying <laughs> to get super lean by this day, and you know, I told myself I was gonna work out every day, but today there's. Um, you know, today I, uh, I got to go to this parade I'm tired. or something. I, I yeah, forgot yeah. my pre-workout and, um, I couldn't sleep well last I'm night. I'm tired. I didn't sleep good last night. I had a long day at work. And, it was real tough. And yeah, I forgot my workout shoes or something. And then I might, I might rebuttal with something like if it was one of my thicker skin friends, I'd be like, you're full of shit. You don't want to be in better shape mm-hmm. because you're bullshitting right now. I tell them, I look in the mirror and say that to myself a lot, mm-hmm. but that's different. Accountability Miller. Uh, mirror stay hard that's what, <laughs> that's what david goggins talks about but um i might ask him a question like um well um you know maybe um maybe it's a hey did you ever think that maybe it's a um maybe it's a good thing that you forgot your pre-workout um or because you know you need a break from taking it every now and then you don't want to take it all the time and they might go yeah well you know but also i didn't sleep good last night and um I might say, you know, I might ask him, did you not like whenever you were setting your goal, did you not think that, that did was you, happen did you sometimes? consider that maybe you wouldn't sleep well occasionally? Yeah. And you can see them start to go, Damn they know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. they know what I'm doing yeah. at that point. Dang it, man. They and they're either going to, they they're either going to keep out. digging the, the hole or they're going to go. I got you, Daryl. Or they're going to stop texting. You. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Dude, what some people will dig in though. They'll oh, dig yeah. their heels uh-huh. in. And then like, when, bro, when they start is... to do that, I just back off. Over yeah, there. definitely. Yeah. yeah. If, unless it's like, Amen. if it was you like, got it. Um, if it was like a very close friend or a brother, somebody that I truly care about that I really just can't let it go, I'd be like, "You're full of shit, dude." Yeah. And if and if you're not full of shit, let's go to the gym right now. I'll meet you at the gym after this. Right. And I'll go train again, even though I already trained at five o'clock this morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like, if you're not full of shit, send me a video of you or a picture of you in the mirror at the gym and your gym clothes. Yeah. Otherwise you're full of shit, (laughs) you know? And so those are the couple different approaches. Yeah, for sure. And I agree with you. I was just curious what you were going to say, because uh, I always say, I have to tell people they're full of shit for a living. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, for, for yeah. some being a gym but owner. Usually and, the answer is not to do that for, for my situation because of this type of people. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they're in an emotional state. Yep. 
um, where you can't just do it. And they probably deep down inside already know that. I, but they, it's like when some people too, when they walk in, they're like, oh, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? And usually what I tell them is like, well, let me get to know you a little bit. Let's talk for about 15 or 20 minutes and I'll know. Mm-hmm. Are you the type of person that I need to carry around here like a little baby and put, you know, with a bottle? Yeah. Or do I just need to take my <laughs> bottle foot and see how far I can stick it up your ass? <laughs> right. And yeah. we'll go from there. Yeah. It's the only type of person. Give you, then, a, give you I, a nice and, foot suppository yeah, going. A lot of, a lot of times go. when I say that, depending on the look on their face and how they answer, then I'll know which type of person they are. Right. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> me, that giveaway. You know? Me, um, I tend to be the type of person that um, needs somebody and... Thank God I'm married to who I'm married to because Jessica would be like, you're being a lazy shit. And like she'll look at me and just go about her day. Yeah. yeah just called you a lazy yeah, shit yeah, and just hit the room. I'll be, like, mm-hmm. be like, you know, I was going to get up and go to the gym this morning, but when my alarm went off, she'll interrupt me and be like, you were being a lazy shit, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> Should I beat you to it. I'm like, yeah, I was being a lazy shit. But that well, I was going to say I had a bad you dream, but you anyways, let, you didn't let me finish. I was heading to the gym now is what I was going to say at the end of my sentence. Right? I was on the way to yeah, the gym yeah. and you just cut me off. You so rude. Me off. You know so what? now you're calling me a lazy shit. I think hurt. you're a rude shit. So, <laughs> okay. So now that my feelings are hurt, I can't train because that's an injury. <laughs> you know, I like, I like how Sean turned it on her though. Yeah. yeah sometimes the scars, are the, the ones that hurt the most are the ones that people can't see. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I like to be, I, I tend to be the oh, type of man. person that needs to hear somebody say that. Um, yeah, because yeah. deep down inside, you know, that I, I know when I am and, and, yeah. uh, I'm also the type of person that's like, <clears throat> lazy shit, you know, yeah. like, yeah, like, you take, you I, I know who I am. You take it personally. A lot of aggressive self talk. I do take it personally. And maybe I won't even say anything to them. Maybe I won't even give them a facial expression, but inside I'm going, you know, yeah, I'm, I ain't no, I'm in lazy shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I ain't full of shit. I want to go to the gym. And, uh, yeah, I call myself a fat piece of shit all the time. Yeah. All dude, the time. Oh, <laughs> that's, same, that's what gets me. Yeah. Dude, that, that's what gets me going. <laughs> today I was driving. I left the, I haven't even been to my house yet. I left the refinery at four 30 and was like, okay, I got to record at six 30 and it need to go home. And then I was like, no, I have gym clothes in my bag. I could go to the gym train and I could go straight to podcast. Cause I was just going to go home, eat some dinner, come here, record, and then go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, I started to talk myself out of it. I was like, nah, I'm just going to go home. You know, like I just don't, I, it was a long day at work and it's, it's Thursday and you know, we're going out of town in the morning and, I, and then like, I like adjusted my rear view where I could see myself. I was looking into my own eyes and I was like, Hell yeah. You're being a fucking wuss, bro. Quit being a lazy shit. And I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I want to be in the best shape of my life by this summer. Yeah. All right, fatty. You know, like I'm talking to myself in the car and I know there's a Joe Rogan podcast playing in the background. I was listening to like him and Dave. He was interviewing Dave Portnoy. Uh, but anyway, that, that's different. And like, I, I'm like on 40, I'm on like on 45, 517. It's all fucked up right now because of construction. And I vividly, I'm like, you're fucking full of shit, dude. And then like, I like speed up. I'm like, I'm going to drive to the gym even faster now (laughs) because you're trying to talk yourself out of it. Now I'm not even going to give you that extra five minutes of like drive time. We're going fast. We're speeding. Yeah. You know, there you go. So what do you mean? Oh, today I hit some, uh, it was a push day. Oh, like, okay. who, like who did you hit? Like the person, like the uh, construction worker that you No, hit. no. Uh, <laughs> I did not go over the speed limit. 
a lot. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, uh, I did my uh, shoulder, what I call my shoulder dominant push day. So, okay. I, okay. so I got, I do push pull legs and I have two push days, two pull days, two leg days. And they're different focuses, right? Pushes. Yep. I got my two focuses, one's chest, one's shoulders. Um, my pull day, I do like a vertical pull and a horizontal pull. Um, you know, just, uh, pulling motion. Yeah. And then, um, there's some auxiliaries I throw in there too. And then my legs are obviously front and back quad. I was mostly just yeah. hoping that he'd say I hit legs, but nope. <laughs> hit those yesterday. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And, uh, let me tell you, we got the work done. We did the work. Yeah. I got up some work. legs today. It felt real good because since running more, I've kind of been slacking on my leg day. Gotcha. Don't say that out loud. Pool day. Pool lazy. day was for me yesterday. That was yeah? pretty nice. Yeah. It felt, it felt really you good. Can you hit that front lat spread? <laughs> Man, I don't know. If I- <laughs> He's all humble. Nah, that's not for me. I don't know. If I- <laughs> yeah. As you were, as you were saying that though, I um, I remember I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and I meant to order this book. I kind of have this little rule that I probably told you guys about when when I hear it, when someone recommends a book, I immediately I go to Amazon and I order it. Mm-hmm. Well, I meant to do it yesterday because I was on a I was on a run listening to a podcast and he was talking about this book and I had it in my head, but then I forgot and I just remembered it just now. And the book is called top dog. I have not read the book, but I'm ordering it um, as we speak. And it's called top dog, the science of winning and losing. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's just about what you kind of, what you were talking about the, the person inside of your head. The, he uh, apparently in this book. And like I said, I just heard a, someone on a podcast just talking about, it. I have not read the book, but apparently it's, you have warriors and you have warriors. People that are wor- warriors, they need hard things to overcome on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps them going. Like you were talking about, yeah, I call myself a fat ass all the time and that yeah. keeps me going. Well, that's because yeah. you're a warrior. You're a warrior. Yeah. You know, but then there's also warriors, which is what you were talking about earlier. Always worry, or what we were all talking about earlier, we're yeah. worried about what's going to happen. Well, now mm-hmm. we want to be a warrior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where we want to crave hard things. Yeah. And I think running has very much done that for me. Where yeah, it's I, like, even though I hate it at the same time, got to do it. Yeah. I, I yeah. was, I would say that in my younger days, I was a combo. They were like, I don't know if the book says there can be a combo, but there was definitely a lot of stuff that I worried about that I was scared of. And then there was a lot of other things that I was like, oh, yeah, like I, I'm going to do it. And definitely as I've gotten older, I've solidified my spot in the warrior column, I would say. Uh, nice. Those things you if, worry about if, don't take you out. Not, not that I'm a, yeah, you're up there. Yeah, like not that I'm now. a warrior and I'm going out and kicking people's ass on the street. But you can. Uh, maybe I could. You could. Um, you're I'd kind run. of a big guy. I'd be a little scared if you like came up to me right and at, like, I'm a warrior and you just punch me in the face. I'd be right like, God at, damn it. I got to fight this dude now. Right at 61205. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, like I, I um, if, if a warrior is described as somebody who needs hard things in front of them, that's me because I can't sit still and just not be pursuing something now in my life. Like, I, 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 I can't, um, I'm not, I'm restless. I'm ambitious. I'm not, I'm uncontent with staying where I'm at. So right. I think everybody sitting in this room is like that, which brings us back to the point of the podcast. Uh, the, you know, it, your decisions are overall pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Money's pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. If you can maintain your health, um, you can pretty much bounce back from whatever else. I mean, you you can bounce back from anything else. There are some 
legends out here in this world of people who have bounced back for some from some crazy shit. And yeah, um, definitely. I mean, it's, and it's you know overall what you what you do what you don't do is pretty insignificant. So go for it, man. Yep. Send it full send, bro. Yeah, like you said, being a warrior and a warrior, like I know I used to worry a lot more when I was younger, but then you get to late 20s, mid 20s, early 30s, and it's like, holy shit, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah I'm still here. And it, that thing yeah. that I was tripping about, you know, two years ago, three years ago, back when I was in, you know, in it my early thing. teens, I've, it's not a really I've big probably deal. completely forgot about it. Exactly. But like, yeah. it's crazy how whenever you're appointing your time, where you have way less responsibilities and worries, you're worried about more. And then you get older and you actually have real life shit to take care of. And there's, there's real things going on that can, that can, uh, really shape like your whole life, shape your life. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, I'm, I'm good. I'm a warrior. But like when you're younger, you're like, oh my God, you know, you're worried about like it. I gotta make sure like, that all my clothes yeah. match. Yeah, my I clothes match. make sure that yeah. I can get, bro, yeah. I've got to wear my freaking letterman. I forgot yeah. to bring my letterman. And what know? if I try to talk to the girl and she doesn't like me and oh, oh my God. Yeah, bro. I don't. Now, you know, like the, the insignificant things that we were worried about then, I don't even remember now. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's just crazy how, uh, how, full circle here. When you do start to, to live that way, mm-hmm. you get more and more and more like that way. It's like a snow, you start to snowball. Yeah. I think the self-awareness thing that you touched on earlier is just so important. Like let's, yeah. let's, let's understand where we are in our life and let's understand, you know, what was important and to us then. To. Yeah. Who we are as a person, where we are. Be real, at least with yourself. Yeah, exactly. And be self-aware of, of the situation. I, I think, I think that's, that's first step because people are worried about what others may think of them. Yeah. But if sure. you can look yourself in the mirror and just be real with yourself, which took me a long time to do. Um, if you can do that, then it will start to bleed into everything else. And you'll just be able to, if you can be authentic in front of the mirror with yourself, you will start to be unapologetically authentic in life in general and to everybody around you. And you'll start to worry less, take more action. And I think your life will snowball, you know, like Mm -hmm. into something good, right? And yeah, I'm not saying something bad couldn't happen along the way and maybe you could lose some money. Maybe you could lose a little time. But that potential is always there. It's always there. That's there there anyway. Yeah, even if you were, you can worry about it until you go to bed tonight. It's always going to be there. It's going to be there when you wake up. Exactly. Whether you worry or not, it's not going to change the outcome. Yeah, Grant Cardone taught me this. Don't be a little bitch. (laughs) That too. He does say Um, that. I wonder if he coined that. It's the fear of not reaching your potential. I'm so worried about that, dude. Scary. I'm so worried that I'm going to be, that is a worry that I have that more, more than that though. I've talked about this on the show before. I'm scared that I'm going to be 90 or however old I live to be. Um, and I'm going to be laying there on my deathbed and I'm going to, my biggest fear or my biggest like regret would be, damn, I didn't go for it. There was that thing that I always thought about doing and I didn't do it because I was scared of what somebody might think. I was scared to spend the money. Um, I didn't, I didn't admit to myself that I did have the time to go for it. And it was really important to me and I never did. Now I'm 90 and I got an hour left to live. There's something I'm laying here thinking about that. Something that really motivates me, uh, as far as like trying to reach my full potential is definitely like, um, my nephew. 
Seabum too, man. Seabum's a great guy, man. But no, um, I would like to meet him though. That'd be really cool. (laughs) (laughs) But no, um, my nephew, man, I see my nephew and, um, how old is he? 11, 11. And it's just like, uh, I see a lot of me and him and I'm just like, man, I want him to be able to look at me and be like, man, you know, my uncle, that dude fucking did it, man. Like he really went out there and like, he achieved what he wanted and he did what he wanted instead of being like, you know, oh man, my uncle, he went, got a job and just kind of faded away into the darkness at his job. He never says anything about his uncle. Or, yeah, exactly. That's even worse. Exactly. Yeah, I would, because it, it's like, I want that for him. I don't want him to think that he has to be confined and locked down to working just some really basic job and hate it. You but settled. You, but you make money, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's like, dude, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're happy there, that's cool. I mean, it, it, I don't know. I just want him to be able to look at me and be like, when, people, you know, ask, it. when people ask me what my biggest fear is, my answer is being average. Mm-hmm. Being average is the scariest thing to me, you know, Mm -hmm. to just be another person in the world that contributes to society and is totally normal and completely average. That's scary. Yeah, definitely. And both of these, I'm going to, I got nieces and nephews and maybe we'll have my own kids someday. I don't know yet, but Sean, you're onto something. You're, you're, you, what you just said, I think, um, can be the cure to a lot of our societal problems, especially here in the U.S. Um, don't ever see, especially the young ones looking up to you. Man, I, I saw, I'm going to tell you another story after this. I've been going 45 minutes. And I don't care. This is a podcast. Joe Rogan can do it for four hours. I can do it for one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Joe, come on the show. But uh, so what you're talking about can really solve a lot of our societal issues. Um People don't go for it. People don't, people don't, people don't strive and achieve and grind. And the youth sees that. And I think it was Ed Milet talking about how that's, there's, that's the pandemic that that's the, the main problem is, you know, parents, uh, he talks about, I think he was talking about himself. Uh, he, one of his big, one big fear he had, because he's got kids, you know, that they're a little bit older now, but um, one of his big fears was being full of shit. And you tell your kid, you lean down. Would you ever tell your nephew, um, that he couldn't do something or that he's incapable or that he couldn't accomplish something? No, no, he, you, he's, he's you, big into gaming. And I yeah. always tell him, I'm like, bro, if you like gaming, I always tell him play, I'm like, play the game. Like, don't watch these people play the game yeah. and just be like, I'm cool with watching these people play the game. And you know, it's like, if you want to get better, get better at it. Yeah. If you want to play the game at the level that these, these dudes sit here, all that's all they do is yeah. play these games. And it's just like, I think you're completely capable of it is what I try to tell them. I'm like, you're capable of playing these games just as much as these other guys. You have more time than they do, you know? So it's like, you would, you would tell them, uh, you would tell them nephew, um, you can, you can do anything you want to do. You just got to put the work and you just got to go for it. Right. That's what you would tell them. Absolutely. And he's going to look at uncle Sean and go, uncle Sean, you're not going for it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I would be like, you're not, nah. you're not doing it. I was like, no, nah, you're crazy. Yeah, you're I just, full of I, shit, I, right? I, That's what he's gonna. He's I gonna just see had you. Talk with them about Ugh, that recently. Yeah, I made, scary. I made a recent move. He's that, gonna um, see you not going for it. There's parents, there's aunts and uncles and grandparents out there that are telling these kids that crush. You can do anything you want, and that's a good thing. You should tell kids that. 
but then you have to go and do it yourself. Not that you're going to, they're going to want to do the same things that you do, but if they see you want to be a photographer and your nephew wants to be a gamer, he's going to go, damn, my uncle Sean wanted to be a photographer. Well, he talks about it all the time, but he never actually does it. Yeah. But no, he's going to look at Sean and go, man, my uncle Sean went for it. Yeah. Yeah. He's out here doing his thing. Yeah. That's the thing. So you know what? So now I'm going to go for it. Right. Because you know, he had basically had the balls. Yeah. I guess I, sorry. I went the negative route. Yeah. yeah, What if he sees you not going for it? Yeah. Then he's going to go, well, why aren't you going for it? Uncle Sean, don't tell me to go for it. You're not doing shit. That would crush me. Absolutely. Like I would absolutely crush me if if he was able to look at me and I'm like sitting there just like, Telling him so, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, and, I, and then I'm not uh, trying to do it myself. I think that's the answer to not all of, but a chunk of our societal issues, especially here in the U.S. I'm not as familiar with other countries because I don't really care. United yeah. States, baby. I, but uh, I, yeah, definitely. but uh, no, I want them to be great too. I want everybody to be great. But um, <clears throat> so I, I saw this, uh, and. I, I'm talking about this today. I was at the gym and I saw what's obviously a couple and they're probably late thirties. They had a young son with them that might've been 10 years old, somewhere from, he's about, he's about that old. So you okay. shoulder? He was between hip and shoulder on me <laughs> <Got it. Yeah. laughs> and, um, handsome little dude. And uh, his mom and his dad were, were both in the gym training. And, um, at one point I was over on the, the cable tree and they were on the, um, the little, uh, what the mom was on the assisted pull up and the dad was doing the unassisted. Right. And they were just kind of were by me. So I saw him, by the way, the dad was like, he's a specimen. He's like <laughs> yeah. six, seven, two thirty five Jack. This guy was jacked and handsome and he had a mustache too. Yeah. Like why, um, why aren't you playing football? Somewhere? Fucking stud. So, um, so anyhow, they're what's training. Your finest? And, that what yeah. <laughs> what's your fine ass? I have to hit him up. Damn, I mean, he could fun But, uh, so they come over by me and, um, it just so happened that I was standing there. So I saw him, you know, and you're aware of the people around you. And, um, I saw the mom, she kind of directs the little boy and he goes over to the side and, um, he sits down on, you know, the ground or whatever. He's kind of waiting. And, I'm in between sets and I kind of glance over and he's watching, he's watching his parents and his parents are both doing pull-ups. Right. And, uh, you know, they, they're kind of doing their thing and they're talking amongst each other and they get done and they go over to the next thing and they kind of wave him on. And he's kind of like, he he climbs up on the, on the little assisted pull-up thing. And he, you know, he, 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 he can't, he's he's like, I want to do something. Pull-ups, right? Do some pull-ups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I could tell, and he can't reach it, you know, and I'm like, probably inappropriate for me to go lift him up. Right. Well, next thing I know, here comes dad. He goes over there and he grabs him by his hips and he, and he picks him up and, uh-huh. you know, he's, he's helping kid can't do pull-ups, yeah, right? right? And he's like, come on, buddy, you know? And the point is, this whole long story is you don't think that they're watching. They're watching you, dude. Yes. The kids, kids are watching, watching every movie. And he but, saw his yeah. parents- he saw his dad doing unassisted pull-ups and he thought that's badass. But you know what? He saw his mom who couldn't do an unassisted, I don't think, but she was using the assisted pull-up bar. She was refusing to not do, she was like, I'm not going to not do pull-ups. I'm just going to go the assisted bar yeah, because cause I, I need some help right now. Mm-hmm. And he saw them doing that and uh, they didn't think nothing of it. They went on to the next exercise. Here comes a little boy. He's fucking. But every, yeah. that's his whole life right now. Right. Yeah. All he's thinking about is mom and dad. 
are doing so, this thing, you know? So one example, he's going to be, you know, when the parents are like, Hey son, you, maybe you should, you should exercise and try to keep, take care of your body and be in shape. He's going to go, you know what? Y'all are right. I saw y'all in there in the gym and the mom who obviously has a son, she was in great shape and you know, obviously has bounced back quite a bit from, you know, the pregnancy or whatever. I don't know the full extent. There's just people that I was, I witnessed them observing. at the gym, observing yeah. them. And, um, but you know, they're watching you and he, he would go, you know what? Yeah. I saw mom and dad in the gym and they were hitting the pull-ups and, and he's likely going to go to the gym and mimic a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And not that the gym is everything or you have to go to the gym, it's but one, it's one facet. It's, it's one facet. That can, yeah. That can yeah. be. Cause if those parents, if they things. were out of shape and you know, they drank a whole ton of beer and ate ice cream and pizza every day. And they were Kids like, Hey son, you that. should really take care of your body. And, and he was a high school athlete and his dad was like, you need to be, you need to be taking your practice seriously. And he was 450 pounds. The kid yep. would be like, Oh, get your fat ass. You ain't yeah. never, you can't I bust will, a grape. Bro, I will roll you out that door. <laughs> I so will fast. roll you out that door. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Just and so out, the kids are watching you people. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Go That's, for it. Yeah. Go for it. And um, be the change. Yeah, definitely. Definitely need to be the change. Guys, this was this was a good one. I Go for it. As much in so long. <laughs> Go for it. So and uh, you know what, man? If if you just see bum and you if you see see bum and you feel inspired, every now and then you just. <laughs> He's got yeah. <laughs> see, look, at, look at Sean, front last friend, front double bye. And we went on camera. We went live on the podcast, episode fifty one. And Sean said out loud, one of his fitness goals is to have a lap spread you can see from the front. Yes, sir. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to deal. have a lap spread that you can see from the front. I'm gonna remember that. Yeah, this summer. Yeah, and this summer is gonna be awesome. When you tell your sick. nephew, when you smack him around. <laughs> Get in the gym. He's going to go, damn, he does have a front lat spread that I can see. You know, <laughs> it's coming because I'll tell you what, obviously me and Sean work together every day. This dude, you should see his diet recently. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when, hey. uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when Sean first started like hanging out, like doing some work at the gym, I'd see him like eating wing stop and no. different things. <laughs> Chicken and rice. Yeah, yeah I kind of, yeah, I try no, to. No, I just uh, say steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes. That's Broccoli. Go-to. Steak and potatoes is my go to. It's yeah, so good. Same. It's so real good. good. You're going to hit that front last spread, baby. Uh-huh. Bro, got to. Guys. Yeah, he knocked, how many pull ups did you do? 11. I did 11, yeah, at my top. That's my top. Yeah, 11. So now I'm trying to do that assisted dude, that dude at the gym? with the, the vest. Wait, I want to do it with Six, the seven, 240. Sean's going to be like, get out of the way. Oh, hey, yeah. hand. Yeah. <laughs> this is my pull-up bar. Yeah. Yeah, my boy Lurch walking around the gym. Yeah, so you're going to do the assisted, you're going to do uh, pull-ups with the weighted vest is what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have my one at the guy. gym. We were cleaning up and I uh, found one. It's like 12 pounds. And so yeah, I was like, one. I was like, yeah, this will work. This will cool. As Sean was doing inventory the other day, I walk in there. He's, he's freaking sitting there counting shirts, right? Wearing a weighted vest. <laughs> And I see him like squat, get over a shirt, and he would stand up with me at the way. He's like, you getting those squats in? I was my like, guys, my guy's getting after it. He was. It was great. Oh, I should have filmed it. He probably, he probably had ankle weights on was, under his yeah. pants. I was watching him for a minute. He didn't know I was watching him. So next time, you you know, Sean tells you, hey, Phil, you know, why don't you... um you know, why don't you make that a little more challenging or why don't you work a little harder? You're going to think about how he was in there wearing a weighted vest, counting t-shirts and you're going to go, <laughs> no, you know dude, what? No, dude, Phil's, Phil's a beast. I'll, I'll see him like moving weight. I'm like, dude, this dude's strong. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Like, can, but can you do a front last spread? Hey, 
Hey, you know what? Know. You said that you said try to. We'll, we'll do we'll do a front last spread to end out the, end out the podcast. <laughs> I don't think so, so you know, you said Sean did a hundred pull ups. You know what pull ups are good for? <laughs> he did eleven. The f- you did, I'm sorry, hundred. You did it. You did it. You did eleven pull ups. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey. Sean did eleven pull ups. Point is, you know what muscle group pull ups are good for? The lats. The lat. The front lat spread. Yeah, let's see. Watch myself right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Look, your actions are are they're Bro, really Sean, it's it's not that important, y'all. That's I think that your camera looks way better than mine. Does it? I don't know. I think they look the same. I, I mean, I looked at the footage when I was looking at sure. the footage last time. It looked pretty good. No, I'm those. just talking right now, though. No. Maybe it's just me. No, Maybe Sean just looks so good. That's it's him. <laughs> yeah, yes. Phil, don't I, lie to yourself. You I'm know, not gonna be able to walk out the compound, man. Yeah. My head's so big now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We need to get the door. Can we, we need to get the doors widened? Yeah. yeah. Open the hanger, please. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, yeah. gotta fly out real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> guys, it's not money's not that important. The time really isn't that important. Do what you want to do. Go for it. Go for it. Don't. Yeah. Don't be full of shit. Go for it. And a, a sidebar: don't let you, don't let the the people who depend on you, your kids, your spouse, your whoever it is that's watching you, don't let them see you not going for it. Yeah, be something that they can be proud of. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, be the change. Be the person that you needed when you were younger. Be the inspiration that you would like to see. Yeah, there you go. And that's all we got for today. And get in the gym and hit a front lat spread, dude. <laughs> <Rough>. <laughs> Assisted, assisted. Assisted uh, is really bands. good. Weight yeah, vest. The bands. The, the yeah. bands is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. Bands. That's what uh, helped me kind of get, get those the reps in. Yeah, get the reps in. Yeah, use an assist in some way. And I'm like, dude, this is great. Oh, dude. Whoa. <laughs> Sean, let's see it. <laughs> Hey, if y'all are watching this on YouTube, you just go. The screen's not on. This, what's going on? Find out. Don't worry, my front lat spread's on there. Oh. Uh, the screen might just time out. I'm not sure. We just got that camera somewhere than I was. Yeah, it's out. It, it timed out. It was my front lat spread that broke it. Yeah, probably. So. It timed out. It had about an hour. So I.